Welcome to Murder She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because he likes them and she don't. But then we talk about them because she likes talking and he does too, as long as it's about a horror movie. Yeah, we're back again. Yep. Back on our stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Slightly late again. We've been late a lot lately. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Life. Yeah, it is a very busy time of the year. Yes. Can't wait for that summer to hit. Uh, all right. Today we watched a movie. We did. Mm-hmm. Not today. Well, it's not been today. A it's been a couple days, but uh, we watched uh, Hellraiser two, or sorry, Hellbound, Hellraiser two. Woo. Uh, and uh, it was a 1988 movie directed by Tony Randall. Oh uh, yeah, that's a lot better. Screenplay by Peter Atkins, and uh, of course, based on a story by Clive Barker. Sure. And before we get into the movie, we usually do content warning. Go what on. kind of content? Yeah, I mean it's Hellraiser. It's like it's gory. Mm-hmm. It's got monsters. Mm-hmm. It's got gory monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, bad doctors. Mm-hmm. I mean the kind of bad doctor where I'm like, Doctor Loomis might not have been not, might not have been so bad. Mm, they can both be bad. Like, yeah, I mean, I, he might be worse though. Like, sure, but in a world where you can choose not to have either of them choose neither of them yeah uh but yes doctor i would rather not go to the doctor if those were my only two choices chanard is that how you say his name chanard chanard Mm -hmm. um he's he's a bad doctor yes and he gets uh snake hands so that's gross too Mm okay uh but yeah uh lots of gore this is a pinhead hellraiser movie like you should know going in these are gory yes like they've got a weird sexual tinge to them Mm -hmm. um yeah. Erotic. Erotic horror. But Jesus it's not like a... <laughs> it's not it's... even in this one. Well, he does. it shows the clip from the last one. Oh, yeah, but it's the clip from the last one, not this one. Yeah. Um, and would you recommend this one? Hell no. You do not like the Hellraiser movies. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, I, I think it's really good. I think that if you like the first uh, Hellraiser, this one is like... You'll see from my rating, it's just as good as the first one. Uh, hmm. This one holds up really, really well. Um, it is a bit slow in a couple spots, and it feels like it should have been stretched out with one of the characters, but we'll get to her in a minute. Um, but yeah, this one, like the the actual concept of the movie is pretty simple. Uh, Christy, after everything she's experienced in the first movie, is of course put into a, a asylum. She's, yeah. she's uh, getting some... Professional help. It pretty much starts directly after the events of the first one. Yeah, and she's telling everybody about what's happening. Oh, it actually starts before anything is we meet uh, a officer in World War One, and he's. I'm like, oh, he looks familiar, doesn't he? Pinhead. Yes, he will be. uh, It's Elliot Spencer. Uh, That's who Pinhead was before he became Pinhead. Um, And so he opens the limit configuration and. Like, then the chains come out and transform him into Pinhead. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first time we see somebody transformed into a Cenobite. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't be the last time. Mm-hmm. There'll be more of it in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But we this is when we find out. Because in the first movie, like, the Cenobites were so mysterious. We're just like, okay, I don't know who the... Are they demons? Because they described themselves they demons. They just had a really cool look, look to them. Yeah. And strangely erotic. Yeah. The very S and M, yeah, yeah, uh, like this. Like, did you ever see one of those exhibitions they where they do shrouded like, in mystery? The people put the piercings in their back and hang from them. Yeah, what do they call that? I don't remember, but 
I remember it being very popular for a little while. Oh, and, God, like, yeah. You go to like paint galleries and stuff and people mm-hmm. would be doing it. Um, suspension? Suspension, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it, it, it looks a lot like that. But yeah, so we, we find out that the Cenobites from this are actually were human at one point. And, and then that, they transform. And then they have been transformed by the configuration. Yes. Why some people get tortured by the configuration and turned into... Um, like wet meat pieces i i don't know uh, i don't know i think it has to do with like each person's desire yeah like that would make sense the configuration the, like they play a lot on desire and mm-hmm. like you want this torture it's delicious pain mm-hmm. <laughs> bdsm explorers right? on the edges of uh experience right exactly and i think that the configuration just plays into your deepest darkest fears mm-hmm. as well as your deepest darkest desires because oh a lot of times they what uh, no i really like the, the what you're saying I, and it made me think of the remake um which now i want you to watch the remake okay well i, like I know you don't like the you were saying though anyway but like they that they oftentimes will will have a very fine line where they meet together mm-hmm. the deepest fears and the deepest desires. So it's it's you know considering human nature. Yeah, I think it's 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 a theory that I'm working with. I don't care enough about Hellraiser to prove or disprove my theory, <laughs> but that's my theory. Yeah. Uh. So, but yeah, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Um. So this one, uh, Chrissy is in uh, the asylum. The doctor who is uh, helping her, Doctor what do we say, Channard, 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 um, is turns out also obsessed with the limit configuration and yes. has like brought in a bunch of the stuff that inv- like Chrissy was involved with, like the mattress that um, what's her name died on, uh, uh, Julia died mm-hmm. on, and. Uh, Chrissy's like, we gotta burn it because you know she's She'll gonna come, come out of it. Uh, uh, and he brings it to his office, brings in one of the really bad patients who has uh, visions of like worms and stuff crawling on all over his skin. Gives him a straight razor, and the guy starts cutting himself all up on the bed, trying to get rid of the bugs yeah. under his skin. Which, and then Julia, of course, like there is a, such a thing as a, called exposure therapy. Mm-hmm. This is not the type of patient to do this with. No, <laughs> at all. no, Doctor Doctor uh, Channard is a bad doctor. Yes, he is. He's a bad person. He, um, uh, first do no harm. Should yeah. be definitely like the. That's one of the first things you say when you become. D- doctored i mm-hmm. guess um and he he does a lot of harm mm-hmm. he does a lot of harm first do all the harm is what i think he said anyway yes go ahead. he said do all the harm um anyway so julia pops up out of it uh she is skinless just like frank was in the first one <laughs> and because he works in an insane asylum and a lot of the people are just kind of forgotten and tossed aside to this uh dr channard is able to just Bring in a bunch of people for Julia to suck the life out of, just like Julia did with Frank. I wonder if this is why Reagan was like, you know what? That's a bad place. We should shut all of them down. <laughs> this was before that. Or this was after that happened. Oh. Reagan had already shut down most well, of the Well, good. I, I don't need to be scared of something that could happen then, because <laughs> those don't exist anymore. So, um, anyway, Julia comes back and is killing people. We also meet a, another girl from the asylum who we don't learn her name until, like, the movie's nearly done. Her name is Tiffany. She is mute, or at yes. least she appears to be Selective mute. mute. Selective mm-hmm. mute. And uh, she loves puzzles. She likes to solve puzzles. She does say shit. Yes. She, she says one thing, I think, in the whole movie, right? That's 
She only says shit. Like, that's the know. only thing. If I remember right, that's the only thing she said this whole movie. We're going to get to a certain point in this yes. thing where... Your body was just like, no more. Yeah, there's too much gore happening, and it shut down. It like, this is how I deal with trauma. Big feelings, mm-hmm. go to sleep. <laughs> uh, in pain, go to sleep. Sleep through it. COVID, go to sleep. Like, my body shuts down and just goes, nope. And that's that's what ha- happened was, and so there's gonna be there's gonna come a time when I'm gonna be like, and the rest is you. Um, but yeah, no, she she said shit before I, I before think, you fell. Yeah. Anyway. Any. <laughs> but she's she's really good at puzzles. Yes, she's good at puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, we so they they bring. She's uh, beautiful, by the way. She's somebody. Uh, the actress, not in a ton of stuff. Uh, she has a very interesting name. What is it? It's like Igmar. Um, something. Okay. Uh, emoji. Em, em, Imogene. Imogene Borman. Imogene Borman is the okay. actress's name. She she is not recognizable. It's not like I couldn't place her, but like she's just she's striking. Yeah. She almost she looks like almost looks like the girl from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three, the one whose uh, face gets crashed into the TV, but like mm-hmm. not quite as rough looking. Like she looks more like a badass. Tiffany looks more like a, you know, your uh, English proper gentlewoman type yes. young girl. Um. Anyway, Julia and the doctor bring uh, Tiffany to unlock the limit configuration and open up hell. Uh. So we get to see because, a little bit more. Like, yeah, that's what you do with a puzzle solver. You give them the. Most dangerous puzzle of all. Ha yeah. And and there's another interesting thing that happens in this one. So Tiffany opens the limit configuration and Pinhead comes out and the four Cenobites come out and the females all like up, oh, getting ready to carve her up, and Pinhead's like, No, it's not hands that bring uh you know, bring us, it's the or call to us, it's the heart or whatever. Right. Um, which Christy in the first one didn't know she was opening the limit configuration and they were still going after her. Plot hole. Well, I, I, it's just weird. It, I, I don't think the, the pinhead and the Cenobites have like a fixed uh, set of rules they have to follow. I sure. think they, they're they a lot more like, this is the person I want to go after. Uh, Christy does make a deal with them. Remember in the first one where she's like, I'll give you Frank, the guy who got away, right. if you you know leave me alone. And give me my dad. Well, like he, she ends up not getting her dad. But yeah. um, that's another very interesting thing about the remake, which is... No, no, I really want to talk about the remake too. Uh, anyway, we didn't watch that one. I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> anyway, they get to hell. My favorite parts of hell. Uh, one is just the look of it, very labyrinth. I'm sorry, just that sentence. My favorite parts of hell is <laughs> the seventh ring. Uh, it's like a labyrinth, and then there's the the creature, the le- le- leviathan. Oh yeah, no, it becomes it. <laughs> It becomes a labyrinth. Yeah, it it looks very labyrinth, like yeah. the movie Labyrinth. It's it's that time when uh, when when David Bowie sing how you and it's mm-hmm. like the baby is bouncing a ball down mm-hmm. the stairs and they're like filming it. There, it's in like sideways and, and yeah. sideways, and he like flips over. Yeah, that's this scene. Yeah, um, and then we get to see the Leviathan, which is this giant 
diamond m- creature. And this was in 88. What year? I'm going to look up what year the labyrinth came out. <laughs> who influenced who? But the, the Leviathan, my favorite part is that it kind of spins around, like shooting out these black light beams, right? These beams of darkness. And when they hit somebody, they remember all the like horrible shit they've done. And so it hits Dr. Uh, Channard and he's like, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Uh, all the tor- people he tortured and people he's killed. Uh, let me guess. Labyrinth is 86. It is. Yeah. June 27th, 1986, which is weird because we have a like tradition that we usually watch it around Christmas time for mm-hmm. some reason. Um, it, but yeah, it came out in the summer of 86. Uh, so yeah, Jim Henson might have inspired... Yeah, I mean... Hellraiser. I don't like that. I don't... <laughs> it's uncomfy. Anyway, um, hits but, Dr. Channard. Yeah, it hits Dr. Channard. He remembers all these terrible stuff he remembers uh, that he's done. Uh, Christy has got the limit configuration, follows them into hell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Pinhead finds her down there and, uh, you know, basically like, hey, go look around. You know, do your thing. Um, Julia... Betrays Doctor Channard to like he she she put like pushes him into this like contraption where he's made into a cenobite, mm-hmm. um, a weird looking one. I'm not sh- like there's some parts of the Doctor Channard cenobite Which I really think cenobite look cool. doesn't look weird. Well, I just meant like there are some parts about the Doctor Channard cenobite that I look like I'm like okay that's kind of cool looking, but then he's got these weird snake hands that let well. It's not snake hands. There's like snake worm things that come out of his hands and can mm-hmm. like shoot spikes or like lasers and stuff. And okay. I don't like that part. But like him being because there's a, a scene earlier in the movie where he's performing a, a lobotomy on mm-hmm. somebody and he's using this little bladed attachment. Again, by 88, that practice was long dead and gone. Anyway. Well, probably not as dead as gone as it should have been. But yeah. It, yeah. Um but he's performing a lobotomy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he becomes a Cenobite, there's a giant sucking tube that attaches to his head and starts lobotomizing, like like burrowing into his brain, uh, which I thought was really cool looking. I was like, okay, cool. He's got these weird wires across his face. I don't know what that's supposed to represent, but okay, cool. Anyway, uh, Dr. Channard becomes a, uh, Cenobite. a Cenobite. Uh, Christy does run into Frank in hell. And mm-hmm. I actually really like the way he's tortured is because he's like super into sex. And so his torture is that there are these really horny, thrive, or, uh, writhing women under sheets. And every time he reaches for one, they disappear. And they like pop in and pop out and pop in and pop out. So he can never quite get what he wants. Um in it. I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Frank's only in it for a couple of minutes, though. So yes, um, Tiffany and I remember Chris- it. I re- I remember that part because it's like oh, it's like Dracula. Like it it, it yeah. definitely. Oh, sorry. Felt like uh, the Dracula's brides, right? Yes. And so I I remember that part, <laughs> but she like hides in one of them for some reason. Mm-hmm. For for what? I forget that part. That's um, when I started fading. <laughs> when yeah, when like she knows somebody's in there, and so she tries hiding in there. If I remember right, that was what it was. Okay. Like Frank is there, and so she's hiding in there. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a fire that breaks out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I forgot about the fire. Christy and Tiffany get back together. Mm-hmm. Um, as they're running away, they they find the picture of um, 
Pinhead before he was Pinhead when he was just uh, Spencer. Um, they show it to Pinhead when they run into him, and he kind of remembers, like, oh, yeah, I was human a long time ago. Around that t- same time, Dr. Chainard, uh shows up and fucking wrecks shop with our four original Cenobites. Like, he kills them like one blow each just boom dead boom dead and when they die they are transformed back into their like human form uh the craziest which of which is the chatterer um, oh god i hate him the chatterer turns out was just a kid mm-hmm. in in his, so like i, I still hate him need to go back and read that story because i want to know more about the chatterer the, yeah like a little kid opening the limit configuration that's real weird man um, anyway, Chatter's running around, killing everybody. Um, he traps Chrissy and Tiffany. Um, <laughs> uh, Julia has uh, died. I don't remember. Oh, she's sucked in by the Leviathan. She's mm-hmm. sucked in, but her skin gets left behind. Oh, God. Um, Christy puts on her skin, mm-hmm. or puts on Julia's skin, and and then uh, tricks Chanard and or Chanard, like, distracts him so that Tiffany can escape, solving the Lament configuration, and uh, he's killed. The door is, hell is closed. Yeah, yeah. Um, they actually yeah, did yeah. a fake out there, too, somewhere in there, but it's whatever. Um, then at the end, uh, you see this weird, like, the mattress is there, and like this, uh, it sucks in a moving guy, and then like a, a, a thing comes up out of it, like a pillar with like face, like Pinhead's face is like nailed to it or whatever. And he says, uh, uh, No, the face from the movie, the guy who sold the original thing. And he's mm-hmm. like, What's your pleasure, sir? That's how the movie ends. It's weird. Yeah. Weird ending. Okay. That was all reason, too. Yeah, I, I, was, I was I was asleep <laughs> at the end, so I didn't get that. <clears throat> What'd you think of Hellraiser Two? Sounds 2? weird. Yeah. Um, that my body said no. <laughs> uh, I don't like Hellraiser. Yeah. The end. I I think Hellraiser is really good. This movie's really fun. Um, I think it flows a lot faster than the first one, which yes. did slow down in a few uh, a few areas. Uh, the designs are like this is made so shortly after the first one mm-hmm. that the designs are pretty much the same. Uh, Chanard Chanard is the new one, and dusted he looks them, fine. took them to the cleaners, and put them back on. There is yeah. one scene where Chatterer looks very different because mm. he's got kind of a different head sculpt, um, where his eyes are more pronounced, and I'm not sure. If they ever explained why that was, but I don't. I don't like that character. That one freaks me out. I think the most. Well, wait till we get to number three, and no, you get to see all the I'm weird not... new ones. <sighs> I don't like it. We'll get uh, like we're not doing it. I'm next okay week. with abandoning this whole entire <laughs> franchise. Like I'm, I'm super. There cool are with eleven that. of these movies. Correct, and I don't like. I'm already. <laughs> tapping out at the second one. This is this is this is bad. They just start getting silly and bad from here instead of like if you are a gore lover, mm-hmm. this is this is the franchise for you. Um I think it has a lot of interesting lore mm-hmm. that goes behind it that is not fully explained in the movie. Mm-hmm. So you get to debate it and say, Well, I think and this and that and whatever. That part is interesting. However, it's not it is not enough to counterbalance the gore and my reaction to it. Yeah. And so we're either going to have to watch them in pieces <laughs> as you wait for me to resurface from my, you know, 
trauma-induced coma. Um, or we're just going to have, like, okay, how far did you make it in this one? <laughs> that could be the fun game that we we, we play. But um, I have an idea for the menu. And What's it's that? probably the same idea. That's it. But no, what did you think of the movie? Oh, I, I think this movie is really good. It's just as good as the first one. Um, I think it flows a little bit faster, but is overall the interest the story is a little less interesting. I do like hell. Uh, like the the visualization of hell is really interesting. What I love about hell, is... <laughs> I love that it's not like the you know people burning blah 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 blah. Same thing that most when most people do hell in a movie, it's always the same thing. This is very stark and it looks cold and it looks you know mm-hmm. like empty and um and a personalized for personalized for each person. Um, I I don't know. I think that's really neat. Mm-hmm. Overall, I like this one a lot. It's a good one. Um, but yeah, you were talking about the menu. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to the menu, um, this is probably the same idea as I had for the first one, Cinnabites. Um, I remember making something in home that class, and oh, that was 25 years ago. Um, yeah. Oh my God! It's like exactly twenty five years ago that mm-hmm. I was in home ec. Oh God! We getting old, baby. I'm old. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyway, we made like this cinnamon sugar. Like we would cut up biscuits into mm-hmm. quarters and then roll them around in cinnamon and sugar, and then d- we developed like this this uh, syrup that mm-hmm. we cooked them in, and it, it was pull apart monkey bread. And I think I made it one time outside of home ec class, and it turned out just as good as it did in in the. I mean, you, you can't know. go wrong with butter, cinnamon, sugar. For like, yeah. real. Uh, so I'm thinking I need to make that delicious cinnabites. Just because it's easy to make and it's delicious, and it's been twenty five fucking years since if I've you, made it. I think you should make them, and we could post it on the Instagram. And after every bite, I would say, Jesus wept. Yeah, <laughs> that makes me not want to make. Okay, it. I won't do that. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anything else for the menu? Um, I mean, wine. There's yeah. a lot of blood. Anytime there's gore and blood, like The Shining, mm-hmm. wine makes makes Dracula, you want wine. <laughs> wine. No, I don't want wine ever. Like I'm not a wine. I'm not a big drinker. Yeah, and that's I'm, true. I, I'm. I don't judge people who are, but I would much rather Big Red. Mm. So, yeah, Big Red and uh, Pull Apart Monkey Bread. Yeah. Uh, all right, so rating portion uh, on a scale of 1 to 10. What kind of scale do we want to use? 1 to 10 centibytes. 1 to 10 lobotomy things? 1 to 10 leviathans. Ooh, yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, just uh, like I said, uh, just as good as the first one. This is a strong 7, almost an 8. Um, the Hellraiser franchise is not my favorite. I do love the visuals a lot, uh, but story-wise... Um, it's a strong seven. Uh, seven, sorry, seven leviathans. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Um, yeah. The my favorite part about this movie is the part where I fell asleep and <laughs> got to stop watching it because my body shut down and was like, nope. You tried to wake me up a couple of times, but then like, if you knew it was a losing battle, so. Uh, yeah, this is going to get a one from me. A one? A one. Wow. And I think every... What did I rate the first? A three? Okay, yeah. I mean, I was I was trying to air on... It was a new franchise. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I don't like it as much as Jason, but maybe it's just because I'm a Jason girl. You know? Mm-hmm. 
No. <laughs> I just this is this is your franchise. If you are a fan of gore, this is your franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't like horror movies because of gore. Mm-hmm. And I've mentioned this before, uh, especially Let the Right One In mm-hmm. or uh what was the original one called? Uh that was the Let the Right One Win In is the uh, original and then Let Me In is Let the Me In remake. is the American version. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mentioned that. Like I love when it shows and only what you need to. And then your your mind fills in the rest. Mm-hmm. So that way nope, this one shows the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that there's a market out there for it. Otherwise, there wouldn't be 11 damn movies. But I am not the market for it. So this one is getting a one. Clive Law- Barker one is Levine. very much one of those splatter punk, like, he wants to see the gore and the viscera and the... Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and look, I'm not I'm not here to yuck your yum, mm-hmm. but I j- it's just not my yum. Yeah, that's fine. So I'm... Not everything's going to be... Yeah. Um. All right. So that's the episode. Check us out on Twitter. At Murder She Don't One. Instagram and TikTok. At Murder She Don't. Uh, if you enjoyed the episodes, share us with your friends and family. Our our, our, our listen numbers are real low right now, but that's partially because we did take a week off because we were sick. Yeah. And uh, we've been real late on episodes, so, you know, I get it. I'm sorry. Um, it's all right. Nobody's fault. <clears throat> no, I'm apologizing mm. to our listeners. Yes, we're sorry. For... I'm not apologizing to you. Get okay. over yourself. <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, so next week, yeah. I was thinking we have not done either of Kevin Smith's horror films. Yes. Uh, so he's done two in one mm-hmm. horrible movie, um, but we're not going to do that one because I don't want to watch Yoga Hosers again. Um, but would you rather watch Tusk, which is very much more in the gore section, mm-hmm. or would you rather watch Red State, mm-hmm. uh, which is not quite as gory but it, 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 it I'm, I'm gonna need i'm gonna lean toward the not gory so i can i mean awake. it's still got some it's it's a like kids breaking into a crazy right-wing uh nut job mm-hmm. uh thing and getting captured by them like it's kind of the what were the god hates people uh the westboro baptist church uh-huh. he basically based the the bad guys on them okay so would you rather do that one or tusk which is uh, Justin Long being turned into a walrus. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no to Tusk for, okay. for right now. I need there to be some time between yeah, the gore okay. and the gore. So, so we'll do Red State Red next State. week, and uh, until then, remember. What's your pleasure? What's your pleasure, sir? Yeah. Okay. Good. Bye. Bye. Hi, I got you.